All right, people. We're back. We're back. Nature is Healing. Uh, new podcast from the new company I'm working at, Vermont, vermontcommerce.com. Go check it out. And I've run into this man multiple, multiple times, but we've really had an incredible connection. We got to do a uh, VIP retox retreat, great event by Retention and Founder Made out in LA, soon to be your new home, Caleb. But uh, Caleb Olfer is from Haven Athletic, just the absolute shameless plugs. If you're Let's listening, go. I'm, I'm holding up a, an exquisite Haven bag. Um, but Caleb, first off, thank you for just being such an awesome human and helping me in kind of personal aspects of my life. And then just just an absolute killer, man. It's really cool to have people that have a really nice balance of being an awesome human and have a really awesome, you know, capitalist bent trying to get that paper up. So welcome, brother. Welcome. Thanks, man. Thanks. It's great to be here and, you know, striving to uh, be awesome in all things. And sometimes uh, sometimes it works out. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I would say it's it's super working out for you. And small digression, uh, Caleb has a phenomenal Instagram. Sometimes he'll get some tearjerkers, though. The uh, video of you surprising your dad with your brother was that's uh, fantastic. And your video editing skills not not bad, Caleb. Could not be worse. terrible, not terrible. Cat, you know, killer over here. I like to find like quick and simple solutions to anything. And when it comes to video editing, honestly, if you just like drop it in CapCut and cut out as much of the gaps as possible. You've got a pretty decent video. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. CapCut <laughs> is something that I've been I've been extremely impressed with. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get into it. All right. Tell me first, I guess, what were you doing before Haven? What's the what was Caleb pre Haven's life like? Yeah, so I went to school for pre med, thinking I was going to go and be a doctor. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, so I spent three years nutrition science. I have like a year of chemistry, a year of physics. Like I'm I'm a scientist <laughs> and. And then I was like, I don't want to spend the next like eight years of my life, like with my face in a book. Yeah. So yeah. I switched over to business, knocked that out, got involved in Facebook when it was like, literally like the first year that Gary Vee was popping up was like, yeah. you should use Facebook for business. And I was like, oh, that sounds, that sounds smart. And I was the only one in my class that thought that. And so that led me into the startup world. I ran events in the Midwest that were um, nationwide uh, known for bringing in people like Gary Vee and Tony Shea from Zappos, RIP, and Ev Williams from Twitter and all these big guys for free for multiple days because we created this really cool community. And so we did this like two and a half day startup event with all these killer speakers, really, really cool events. Uh, and then from there, did some growth marketing, did some event marketing, uh, started a couple of smaller things here and there, um, started a couple of tech codes, had a couple of small exits, and then worked on Haven kind of in the midst of that until it yeah. kind of really started to get going, um, had the idea and <clears throat> was in the gym, 2016 was in the gym, digging through my gear and was like, this sucks. I wonder if we can do yeah. something better. If there's anything else, couldn't find anything else. I was like, this sounds like a fun problem to solve. I feel like you know, if you're in the startup space, you're kind of like regularly thinking about yes. problems that you want to solve that are like difficult or like you have to like dive into. And that's kind of what happened with Haven. Uh, and so we started down that path uh, around like 2016, 2017. Dude, that's an incredible. So I did not know you had all that background. That's a uh, yeah. that's insane. That's, that's super insane. How did you land on the name? Uh, you know, we had tossed around a handful of things and my co-founder, Nick, 
um, who comes from the design world. He was helping us with some of the more creative aspects and he brought a couple of weird ones to the table. You know, we were in the fitness space and we we're kind mm -hmm. of thinking more fitnessy organized. Yeah. Maybe we yeah. call it something to do with bags. And he's like, Hey guys, like I got a couple of, I got a couple of like random ones. And one of them was like salt. One of them was Haven. One of them was, I remember the others, but they were all like, kind of like weird. He's like, I wanted to do an exploration to like kind of off the cuff. And yeah, when he talked about Haven, um, being kind of like, you know, this place and that's kind of what we landed on and extrapolated this idea of like. Haven is the spot that you go to every day, whether that's your workout, yoga, running, a walk, oh, meditation. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's this thing. It's this safe spot. And like for me, like with someone, uh, someone who has ADHD, like I've always used the gym as a as a way to get like physical energy out, so it helps my mental energy be more yeah. focused. Man, that's and beautiful. So like, put. Yeah, like every day, man. Like I've I've gone to the gym, and it's been such a practice in my life. Partly because I love it, but partly because like if I don't go to the gym, like I get antsy and and yeah. distracted, and it makes my <laughs> symptoms worse. And so yep. it has always been this like haven. I can go, and it doesn't matter if it's a good day or a bad day. If I'm angry, if I'm sad, if I'm happy, like it's become this really like safe spot for me. And as we talked about that, a lot of people were like, "Yeah, that's a hundred percent what like my daily practice, my gym, whatever it is, is to me." That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Um, speaking of partners and co-founders, how did you guys meet? What was the kind of criterion? Because I've heard some horror stories, but I've also heard solo founders. It's it's a it's a it's a grind. Where finding yeah. that if you can find that partners, you know, much analogous to life, it can make everything just so much easier. Versus the the solo entrepreneurs, especially if you want to build a behemoth. I think it's one thing if you you know, are just cranking on something, you want to have a little $10,000 a month, $20,000 a month business or something. There's nothing wrong with keeping mm -hmm. uh, it in house. But I think having a co-founder is a path. And it sounds like you found a, a really a match in Haven. <laughs> See what I did there, folks? I'm on it. I'm on it. He's back. <laughs> He's um, on it. So yeah. So just tell me about how, how you sourced them. How do you know them? Uh, was there any kind of beige or red flags that you were like, hey, if any of these pop up or on the opposite of like, hey, these are really green flags, let's go. You know, we did kind of the classic early thing where it was me and my brother. So there's yep. three of us co-founders. It was me and my brother. We had the idea. We we're like, let's like research and kind of try to figure this out. And then we asked a friend, uh, Nick, the guy I was talking about earlier, mm -hmm. because he can draw. And we were literally like trying to concept this. And we're like, we don't really know much about design. We don't know how to yep. draw. We don't know how to like think more than just like, you know, we want organization. Yeah. And so we're like, we should work with someone who knows more about the concepts of design. And so we started yeah. talking to Nick, who's a longtime friend of ours. And we're like, Hey, can you like help us think through how to actually design something? And he was like, yeah, that sounds fun. And you know, after like a few months, we were like, Hey, like we really like working with you. Do you want to be a part of this? And he was like, yeah, man, it sounds like something cool to be a part of. And so it wasn't this like, you know, Ivy league setting up the perfect people. You got the product, yeah. you got the yeah. finance, you got the, it was just like, hey, we're just some like I I I liken it a lot more to like Yeti or big ass fans. It's like, yeah. you know, we kind of like happened upon a problem that we really wanted to solve for ourselves and have gone down this road trying to solve it. That's so and well put. I've kind of like lucked out with some with some good some good people. Yeah, that that's so well put. Shout out Yeti. Yeti's actually out here in Austin. Wonderful, wonderful company. Um, you are one of the few founders that I know that are in just exquisite physical shape and i would also and, and feel free to push back but also 
uh, mentally. I'm not going to push back it, on that. There we go. There we go. <laughs> it, no, no, mentally, you're also just in this incredible place. So um, before we get in kind of the, the money making stuff and we'll get into the nerdy stuff with Haven, can you just tell me a little bit kind of how you structure your life? Because you, you have some really cool stuff. And, and I promise people we won't get super hippy dippy. But uh, I think it's fa fairly meaningful in terms of like how you think of your life, because I know a lot of founders and even I'm not a founder, but even previously at Triple Whale, like, dude, you know, transparently, my life was mm -hmm. chaos. Like it, mm -hmm. it was it was just uh, I lost my health. I wasn't mm -hmm. showing up in my relationships. I wasn't, you know, being social with my friends and you're, you're this guy that's crushing it, but you also, it feels like you haven't, I don't want to say given up, but it seems like the structure that you've put around your life allows you to have a very, uh, quote unquote balanced life, but you're still killing it. What's mm. the secret? <laughs> um, you know, so this is like kind of what I'm trying to, I guess, build a little bit of a personal brand around like some mm -hmm. of the videos I've started putting out is what I have learned over the last five years and coming out of the last tech company I helped start and um, merged it, uh, merged it off. And then I took like 10 months or so of a break yep. after that. And I had at that point, I had worked maybe like eight or so years of my career and COVID was happening. And I was at this really cheap house with a friend in Nebraska. So like I was at this place where like sold this company, lifestyle was super cheap, COVID's happening. I can like just like chill. I didn't, I didn't really need to like work. And so... Yep. I took a, about a year and learned how to slow down, um, ADHD, That's fast mover, high performing. Yeah. And I was just like going, 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 always like filling the schedule, being busy, being full, working out, doing this. And in 2020, I was like, I want to learn how to slow down. Um, I've never done that. And the way I thought about it was like, I couldn't actually think well. Yeah. Um, I felt like my thoughts were like airplanes and they were trying to land at the airport and they were touching down and then they were just taking right back off. Oh, that's a and beautiful like, way to put it. Yeah. Right. And I was like, I, I want to know what it feels like to have the plane touch down and like unload the passengers and like maybe get a little tune up. Yeah. And so I got a couple of books on meditation yeah. and, um, I just sat down every day with a cup of coffee is the first thing I did cup of coffee, this book on meditation, um, the daily stoic. And then also yeah. another book by Powerful Ryan, Ryan holiday, holiday called, uh, stillness is the key. Yep. And I was like, that sounds interesting. And so I just read all of these books on uh, how to meditate, how to slow down, how to think, and created this safe space for my thoughts. I was like, my brain is not a safe space for me to think. Yeah. Oh, because wow. uh, they don't want to stick around. I was just like, you know, yeah. like oh, I want to like think deeper about things that I didn't know how. And so I read these books, and they provided the the foundation for me to be able to think deeper and slow down and actually like spend some time in my thoughts, not just going, going, going. And that has helped me be significantly more intentional in my life and was a really big turning point to where I've come to now, which is integrating all of those things, um, integrating a morning routine, integrating meditation, integrating manifestation, which is really woo woo, but is also very scientific. It's a thing, dude. It's a thing, man. And it's wildly changed my life. And over time, I've just stacked, um, you know, people talk about like your tech stack, but this is like my life stack. I've, I've stacked these like disciplines of having a morning routine and all the things that go along with that, going to the gym, eating healthy and doing all these things. And I see other people and there's a bit of a trend in certain um, uh, realms right now where you can see people, um, someone had tweeted out, you know, like friends, family, business, health, whatever, you know, pick yeah. two. And I've seen that before and it's kind of funny. I get it. Um, uh, kids, you know, especially if you have kids, um, sure. I totally get it. But I, I, uh, look up to people 
who figured out how to do it all. And so well put. They have they have stacked. You can't just like cold turkey. You can't just be like, cool, I'm going to do it all today. But yes. like you add in one thing and then you add in another thing and then you add in another thing. And then it's particularly if you're successful and you have the funds, you can really, you have no excuses, honestly, at that point. Fair. Cause like yep. you can hire the people to clean your house. You can hire the people to cook your food. You can hire the people to help you raise your kids. But in, until they're like, I see the people I want to be like, and they're people who have it all. And they're not billionaires. They're not even hundred millionaires. These are people yeah. who are, you know, making six figures a year, but they have a great family life. They have great friendships. They are wildly fit. They're really successful. You know, they're, they're doing it all. And so I, I saw that and I was like, there is a way. And over the last five years, I feel like I've added these things that have allowed me to kind of be at that place where I'm pursuing it all. Um, and I've had some moments where like literally sitting at the kitchen table in my apartment being like, is this it like yeah. anxiety ridden panic attacks and been like, something's got to change and sticking to those routines that I know has been the absolute change. I'm handling way bigger and way harder problems right now with a way better mindset than I ever have in my life. Dude, that, that's so beautiful. You're such a muse for me. Um, and, and going back to kind of some stoic ideals, because shout out Ryan Holiday, absolutely just a G mm -hmm. of a human. He's actually out here in Bastrop as well. It's like an hour out of the city um, of Austin. Uh, I got to work with him in uh, way, way longer nice. previous life. Really good dude. Um, but in, in stoicism, there is this kind of, uh, they call it like the locus of control. And you can think of it almost like a, a, a circle and you're sitting at the center of that circle. And one of the tenets in stoicism is... Um, just worry about the things that you could control, which mm -hmm. sounds like super cheesy and like, duh, but it actually works. And it, yeah. when you start to kind of eradicate all those other thoughts around things that you can't control, you start to kind of your point, you get more planes and they stay on the tarmac and maybe you can get off the plane, go have a martini at the airport <laughs> bar. Like you get, you get a lot more out of things. Mm. And paradoxically, when you do that, your locus of control actually expands. And mm -hmm. so when you stop worrying about the things that you can't control, the things in your life start to get better. And then that concentric circle kind of starts to expand and you land in where you're at, where you're like, dude, I'm, I'm handling all these things at a really high level that aren't that expensive, where just previously two or three years ago, I would have either been my life would have fell off the rails or you're redlining it where, and again, I'm not against redlining. You just can't live there. Like it, yeah. there, there's a certain aspect of sprints, right? Like in CrossFit, yeah. like you, you, you can redline every now and then. And if you redline every workout, you get into either some overtraining issues yep. or injuries. Like it, it, yeah. And so um, that's so beautifully put. And the other thing is I will endorse manifestation as well. Um, and not just because I have a, a huge amethyst geode in my living room, but uh, back in the huge. day, it's it's awesome. You should uh, see this uh, guy's crystal. It's it's uh, my chakras are aligned. Uh, but we had a, an incredible track team, so I, I was a really good runner. And every race day, our coach would get us out of uh, advanced PE, so like our weightlifting class, and we would just go walk the track. And you mm. would just think through how mm. you would win, how you would run it, blah, blah, blah. And I think there's, um, I don't know, there's definitely, there's a there there for me anyway. Yeah. So um, if you guys aren't hippy dippy, I, I guarantee you that manifestation can help when done well. And at worst, yeah. you just start to, you know, put those positive thought cycles in your mm -hmm. head that yeah. sometimes your subconscious will just help you manifest. 100%. Um, so I, I do, I couldn't, I couldn't endorse it more and, um, definitely go follow Caleb on his Instagram. If you want to get more involved in his kind of, uh, 
personal development stuff because it's it's spectacular. Okay, with that being said and done, why people bought the ticket, let's get a little nerdy on Haven. Obviously, first and foremost, uh, tell me about Black Friday. Good, bad, fantastic. Black Friday crushed. crushed. <laughs> this was, this was awesome. This was a great year. This was a great month. Um, this was the first year. So like year one, 21. I don't even know if we did a sale. We probably didn't. Um, yep. We we only did like 180K in revenue that year. So yep. we weren't doing a lot. Last year, we did like 700K in revenue and we did our stuff the duffel. We worked with a bunch of partners to put in a bunch of free product. That's in the, brilliant. It was great, dude. Like we're going to bring it back at some point That's um, when we can treat the partners even better. Like it was good, but I really want to add some like solid ROI for people who are going to donate, you know, $5,000 worth of product. That's and brilliant. so I was like, this year I want to like hold off on that. So we ran like a traditional Black Friday sales cycle. We started Black Friday sales two weeks early. It was a really significant discount. It was $80 off. And from day one, we just like, boom, popped like 3X revenue, 2X mer, and then just continued that. That's amazing. All the way up until Black Friday where, geez, man, I think we did like 50K or something. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we That's like great. Black Friday crushed, and then we did like 30k, 30k, and then another 40k on Cyber Monday. Like all in all, I haven't looked at the final number. Like Black Friday did something like like 150k through all of the sales, and then we actually had our biggest month ever in November because of that. And we've been chasing 300k this whole year in one month, and we came really close in April when product landed, and then we yep. ran out. And we went back to pre-sale, so sales dropped. And then we came really close in August. We got 282 because yep. we had product in stock. And then we sold out, and so it dipped. And so this is really cool that, one, we hit it. And two, we hit it without product being in stock. Like, nothing changed about product. We're sold out wow. of half of our products. And so we did that with products on pre-sale, which is wild. Like, we're, uh, we're like, over the moon right now. Yeah. Dude, that's absolutely mind-blowing. That's incredible. And then this was paid email, SMS, and then obviously website banner, things of that nature. Yeah. Update the website. Um, ran a good amount of ads. Yep. Um, we didn't like overextend the, the um, spend. Like yep. mostly we just saw myrrh go yep. through the, like on black Friday, it was literally like a 25 X ROAS. Let's go. Yeah. It was insane. So we had some days that were just absolutely killer. Uh, great margin, great money, like made a better, um, contribution margin percentage, even with $80 off because the, the ads were working so well. That's man. That is legendary. Yeah. Now you guys are in, let's see. Is it, are you guys a big gifting vertical? Do people, uh, yeah, do you... for sure. Because it's a $300 bag Beautiful. Um, and it's for the, it's, you know, $300 athletic bag. That's not, not your common thing. And so it's on a big, uh, Christmas wish list. And so like last year we saw black Friday pop and then we did the same amount of revenue in December as we did in November because of the giftability. So we're expecting December to crush as well. And we're also, um, doubling down these last two months of the year, we have just really stacked the deck in favor of, of us. So like going from so, Black Friday into Cyber Monday, we're launching this legendary referral program that's going to be a lot like Cometeer. It's going to be absolutely killer. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we've got holiday sale dropping and then it'll be like last chance Christmas, which like our 3PL, shout out Chad Carlton, Springfield, Missouri, 
best rates, best shipping time. So like last minute Christmas, if you're doing expedited shipping, you can order all the way up to like the 21st or the 22nd and get it by Christmas. Yeah, dude, it's insane. That is insane. Yeah, yeah. Like 19th is like guaranteed we'll get it by Christmas. 21st, 22nd are like, depends on if FedEx ships on Saturdays in your area. But yeah. That's a cra- and then I'm guessing too you have the new year you new you kind of vibe as well right so we didn't so- catch a lot of that last okay, year okay that's not that okay okay yeah so I'm kind of curious to see as we get more popular the thing is um you know there are a bit of a tagline that we say is like we make organized bags for high performance and professional athletes yep. and that's just not the average gym crowd like that's a bag fair. this big isn't meant for someone who carries a pair of shoes and a, and a, and a pair of headphones to the gym. Super we will fair. eventually make a bag for that kind of average gym goer, or, you know, if you want to call them a gym bro, whatever. Yeah. Um, but right now, yeah, it's just like, it's kind of big. It's kind of gnarly unless you're taking like clothes or, um, you know, you're like doing something like that. It doesn't make as much sense. Well, I've seen you double it as a travel bag. Oh, travel the, bag is the great. large one. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. The large one doubles it as a travel bag pretty nice, uh, especially sh- for kind of shorter trips or just carrying on, pop in, pop out. For um, sure. Yeah. We have a ton of people using it for travel right now. So, speaking of the kind of professional, kind of high performing athlete, you recently, so I used to be uh, very, very heavily involved in CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And then I was randomly catching up on CrossFit stuff. And you're, you're at the games, you're sponsoring the games, you have a bag with that. Tell, for people that don't, aren't in the space, like CrossFit is kind of the, the, the NFL, if you will, of fitness or the, the, it's like, how would you describe it? Right? Like it's the professional sports league. It's the, the UFC of fitness, if you will. Like if you are yeah. in that space and not in bodybuilding, like CrossFit is the thing. Like it's the, it's, that's how you prove your, your worth, like, or not prove your worth, but that's the, the aspirational thing and all these CrossFit boxes um, even if you're not competing, you get to do the, the games works out workouts, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But that is such a get, tell, tell me about kind of the, the partnerships. How did you find that? Like, did they reach out to you? And then you also, and you don't have to spill tea if you, if you're not allowed to, but you're, you're poking around with some professional licensing teams as well is what I've heard through the grapevine. Is that, is that correct? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we're talking about a lot of stuff always, but CrossFit is, uh, it's kind of like the sport of fitness. Um, yes. They are a billion dollar organization. They are massive. They have 4 million members worldwide. Massive. Massive. If CrossFit, like people like sometimes like kind of shit on CrossFit or like, oh, what's that? Or like, oh, is that where people like flail on the, on the pull-up bars? You know, dumb shit like that. And you're like, you, you don't understand. Yeah. If CrossFit were a restaurant, they would be the seventh biggest franchise restaurant in the world. They have over- That's a bar. Right. They have over yeah. 12,000 locations. They would be bigger than Domino's. And people are like, what's CrossFit? I'm like, literally, like, pull your head out of your ass. Like, yeah. they are a major sports organization. They're a player. They're a player. Absolutely. And so when we started in CrossFit, because, like, I'm a CrossFitter and I have all mm-hmm. this gear. And CrossFitters like gear. We, we do multiple Love movements. We do gymnastics. We do Olympic lifting. We do regular workouts. Like, yeah. it helps to have a lot of gear. If you're a regular person, like, I'm not trying to, like, rip my hands Every time I do like a shitload of pull-ups and so like, I'm going to buy the hand protections, you know, all this stuff. And so, uh, we started in that, we had a lot of traction in there and they came to us at one point and they're like, Hey, we're opening up our sponsorships. Like no bull is our big, like, you know, you know, sponsor of the games, but we're opening this up to like bags and belts and chalk and tape and all this other stuff. Like you guys are kind of the obvious choice. And I was like, thank you. I know we are. Uh, so we started talking to him about it. We spent a handful of months figuring it out. And, um, 
ended up landing on a, on a solid deal. The official bag of the CrossFit games. Crazy. Super cool. Super cool. Comes with, um, sponsorship comes with uh licensing so like one of these bags right behind me yep. has you know crossfit on it it looks so great we, or we're allowed to use their logo we're allowed to use their um name and language in our promotions so wow. um you know crossfit's just like nfl you can't be like hey we're the bag of the nfl like they'll sue you same yeah. with crossfit you can't just be like we're for crossfitters or like that's our name that's our licensing you have to pay us for the right to use it and as a partner we can use that now so That's we get a ton brilliant. of benefit from that. Um, we get a ton of benefit from the licensed product. We get a ton of benefit from all the media at the yeah. actual oh, games huge. where our logo is everywhere. And they're doing a lot of filming and creating content. And that content's going to live on forever. Yeah. Like CrossFit is a media company. It is. Um, and the licensed product was huge. Like we popped off week one. We did like 100K in sales of licensed Jeez. product. That's amazing. Yeah. And so like overall, like it was a great partnership for us to strike. It was a year-long thing so we're in talks about like what that looks like going forward yeah. but um you know all in all like it was a it was a win for us oh man that's the the i mean just pinnacle of partners for for you guys like it is like you said mm -hmm. the the nfl or what have you um are you looking into like distributions at boxes like sending back or is it just the the economics don't make a lot of sense the economics don't make a lot of sense. Like boxes work great for CPG and consumables. If you've heard yeah. about, you know, how RX bar got their start yep, there. Exactly. Totally makes sense. Like you can send a box of, of 40 bars that sit yeah. on the counter and someone buys $3 yeah. sending a giant ass bag or sending multiple that's, that's $300 you buy once. Just, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, yeah, that's fair. Uh, sorry for people that aren't hip, uh, Boxes is the nomenclature for gyms um, for CrossFit. So if you guys think we're talking about proper uh, cardboard boxes or something, that's not it. Um, that's incredible. What are you guys doing? One more question, then we'll get into the, the firm at five. What are you guys doing in terms of influencers or things of that nature? Have you tapped that? Has that been mm -hmm. an interesting or successful channel for you? Yeah, man, it's been wild. So along the way, we've had people sliding into our DMs since we mm -hmm. started and I've chatted with some really cool people and got them bags and then they promote us. And what has really happened is that has exploded the last year. And okay. so we brought on someone to help us manage it. And this person, shout out Lily. Um, she is a, she's our director of partnerships and she's got 10 years in the industry. She has a master's of sports marketing. She got, she cut her teeth with Lisa mattresses, building out yep. their affiliate program, working with Michael Phelps. Like yep. this person is like one of the most talented people I've ever worked with. She's an absolute killer. I love working with her. And she, um, we brought her on and a couple weeks in, she was like, Hey, I've been in this world for a minute and I've never seen a response like this to a brand, both the quality Let's and the go. quantity. And I was like, okay, I, I thought it felt like that, but like, it's really cool to hear that. She's like, you're, you're doing something really special here. And I'm like, that's what it feels like. Like when you have the product market fit, I, I often will call it like, you know, ungodly product market fit or like God tier. Yeah. Cause it's just, it's something different when you have athletes, professional athletes getting paid millions of dollars with millions of followers sliding into your DMS being like, yo, this is sick. Can I get a bag? Yeah. Um, or whatever. And then us being like, yeah, Hey, can we send you one? And would you be chill? Like posting something about it? And then them saying yes. And a lot of them it's... being like, Hey, yeah, for sure. Like, don't talk to my agent. They're going to try to get you to pay money. Like you don't have to, like, I just want this product. Like That's I like what so you're doing. Cool. I like what you're building. I like you guys. And so the last couple of months we've literally brought on 
like 150 different athlete influencers with like 80 plus million followers total, um, all for free. Like, so the influencer conversation is really interesting because you have a lot of tools, you have a lot of good people, you know, got yeah. super affiliate and you got yeah. snow and you got, um, Toki and all these, all these yeah. cool people doing cool things. And all these conversations around, how do you find aff affiliates yeah. and influencers? And, and for us, like, it just, like none of that matters. Like we're in this, like, you know, and I'm just like, that conversation isn't interesting to me because people are just literally sliding in all the time. Like we're, we've got bags to some of the biggest athletes in the world right now that I'm like, what's happening? Like, this is something That's... crazy because of our products. So it's working really well for us. We're funneling a lot of them into our affiliate program. We've got agreements with a lot of them to produce content every month that That's we have surreal. rights to that we can run in ads. And I'm like, I'm like looking at some of these people. I'm like, literally like you're on a contract making millions of dollars and you're like, yeah, sure. Like here's, here's free content for this bag company. Uh, also go ahead and run it in ads and like use my likeness. I'm like, really? Like that's, it's, that's wild. Like what sort of dreamland am I living in? Uh, let's see folks, see previous manifestation works. Um, no, I think that's dude, that, that's so spot on. And I think there's a certain accelerant there because, um, as you uh, alluded to earlier, um, crossfitters are very big gearheads. Like I have lifters, I have wraps where, uh, mm -hmm. you know, if I'm doing heavy deads, I'm not trying, I'm not testing my grip. I'm trying to move heavy weight. So I have wraps to your point, if you're doing heavy or high reps on pull-ups, you might have hand protectors, mm -hmm. you have all these things. And a lot of times you find those through the killers that are doing the crossfit, right? So like the, the yeah. OG, um, rich Fronings, the Jason Khalifa's like, th th mm -hmm. these are, this is showing my age, but these were like kind of the previous <laughs> killers in the space. And there's a new generation of them, but it's, it's very similar to any kind of gearhead community where essentially the, the, the gear you buy, you look at the killers and you're like, Oh, I'm going to go get that. So I think it, it, it dovetails incredible. And candidly, crossfitters are incredible customers. Like, usually affluent, usually have a lot of disposable income. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah. it's something that they're very passionate about. Like I, I kind of get the cult analogy, but at the same time, it's like a good cult. Like if you've ever yeah. been to a CrossFit box, like you won't, you almost get ostracized if you drink soda, if you're eating like, and so there's like a lot of, um, really good reinforcement for healthy behaviors. And so yeah. I just, uh, man, I think that's, that's totally the path. Okay. I lied. Cause I said that was the last question. One more question. Um, right. how do you guys think about expanding your TAM? Cause I know you have different bag variations, but I'm guessing not many people buy more than two or three bags. You do have that really nice gifting vector, but is there anything, mm -hmm. and you don't have to say too much. I just want to hear about how you're thinking about kind of next year and the evolution of the company to add on kind of more line items, whether that is, you know, maybe some sort of subscription model or, or something in a, in new, new kind of product categories. Have you thought about that at all? Or are you just kind of heads down right now and dominating the, the elite CrossFit bag market? <laughs> yeah, no, we've definitely thought about it. And, um, right now, like we added a pre-sale, so we ran out of product to like September okay. yep. and it's kind of like typically what happens, like we run out of product, we add a pre-sale cause like we just can't buy enough cause it's really yeah. expensive product. Like yep. part of the reason that it's a $300 bag is cause it costs us a lot a more lot. than the average bag, like 10 X. And so we just can't get enough in. And then as soon as it's in sales velocity jumps two to three X and we just like sell out immediately. And so, um, this time we were like, okay, we, we have some ideas on ways to expand. So we're adding some, um, variants. So we're, Very we're cool. taking it from 
two bags to like six bags. So we're adding like a Velcro version. We're adding a stealth version, like black on black. A lot of people asking for that, you know, like, Hey, I don't want this. Like, I think this one, yeah. Hey, I don't want this like big logo on it. Yeah. Um, And so I think that one's going to crush. It's already like on the pre-sale. It's kind of like starting to take off. Yeah. So step one is like variants, like make colors, make black on black. Like those were really easy to do. Making colors actually takes a ton of time because you have to like get the zippers and match the colors and then you have to dye the product and then you have to like match all the dyes and you have to make sure it looks okay. And we're going to do it, you know, to the best of our ability. So we're not going to put out some piece of trash. And so that takes, that takes a bit of time. We'll definitely get into colorways next year. Yep. But then, um, we're definitely looking at expanding categories into um, a handful of spaces next year. We're working on one really solid one right now. That's really cool. I've kind of like tweeted like some, uh, some uh, various bits here and there about like working yeah. with like this like billion dollar company, uh, $40 billion company. Um, and that's, that's in process. Um, kind of keeping it under wraps, but yeah, I'm really excited for like some of these moves we're going to make next year you know, what we found is like people want organization. And so we're going to bring it to them. Dude, that's, that's beautiful. Well put, man, you're so polished. You, sh- you shouldn't, you're not allowed to be so good looking, so smart, and so well-spoken. You have it all. Um, okay. You ready to do some firm at five? Ready. Okay. If you could have a conversation with any historical figure dead or alive, who'd it be? And what's the first question you would ask them? That's such a good question. And it's so hard. It's hard. Um, these, at these one hard point, ones. Yeah, geez, man. At one point, I had a really good answer for this. And off the top of my head, um, there's no way it's going to be that, like, thought out. Um, I need, like, some Jeopardy music. Yeah. Off the top of my head. um, Okay. Oh, man, I had, like, three. But uh, probably Steve Jobs. Love. What's the question? Yeah. something around like how do you how do you how'd you do what you did like you like we we know like you know your attention to detail and like how you brought all that and like you fought for like what you knew and like we heard some things about you know how he how he did it but like but like what all like from his perspective what all went into that what all went into like you being so deeply rooted in your beliefs that you could do this thing and holding on to them and and telling everyone else to like go fly a kite and be like this is the way we're doing it yeah and then candidly too to get kicked out of your own company can't can't have that's not a great feeling um you know what i mean and then uh yeah, I, he's fantastic. I will say a little caveat, fantastic uh, book, Jobs, obviously by mm-hmm. Isaacson, who does a ton of things. I have yet to find, I think R- Richard Branson's like the closest one for me where these mm. super killers that are like, you know, I think it's pretty, it's not a egregious statement to say that Steve Jobs was probably not the best human. Like some of the stuff he did with his biological daughter, um, the way he treated people, et cetera, et cetera. But he was a killer. And so um, that's a really interesting question. I I would argue probably the best product person ever. Like the the amount of focus he could maintain. There's a a video. I'll see if I can find it and we can link it to it in the show notes. But when he destroys Apple, when he comes back to Apple and he draws the quadrant of what the products are going to be because it got into such a... He's he he really was uh, a special special business leader. Uh, I don't yeah. know if I would model my life after him, but really really special business leader. No, no, I'm still gonna eat meat. <laughs> 
Well, that was the other thing too. He probably didn't even need to die. They they caught these pre precursors to pancreatic Yikes. cancer, and he had this yeah. kind of like. Anyways, we won't go too deep. Jobs and that that those are great mm. questions. Okay, what's the most unusual or interesting skill or hobby you have that most people don't know about? <laughs> skill or hobby? Um, geez. I don't have a ton of hobbies right now. Like I've had to pare back a ton and I've made yep. like a lot of active, like I used to be, I played piano since I was five. I picked up really? the drums at 10. I've played really? in a bunch of bands. Yeah. I've like, I've like led music, like really, yeah, man. Yeah. Like a long history of that. And I was, at some point I was like, I don't have time yeah. for music right now. So uh, that's probably like the interesting that's thing. That's good. Is, I did yeah, not yeah. know that. I would I love to jump back into it at some point. I love, I love all forms of music. Oh gosh. I love that. Um, okay. An oldie, but goodie. But if you're standing on a desert Island, you can only bring three <laughs> items. What do you, what are you bringing? What's coming on the Island with Caleb? <laughs> I have no idea. What do I bring on an Island? Um, <laughs> there's some weird thoughts happening. <laughs> <laughs> I told you these are the quirky ones. This is like the, yeah. the, the hot seat questions. Yeah. Um geez. Wow, man. Cause like like nothing matters. Like if you're on a stranded on a desert island and you bring like a book, you're like, okay, well eventually the book's gonna run out or it's gonna get old. You bring okay. some type of like food or something. You could bring like a water filter. Okay, cool. Now I can drink water from some it's not source. Bad. That's yeah. not bad. Um, if I'm trying to preserve my life, but that's the other thing is like, do I want to preserve my life? And I think that's where the questions, the answers like started to get weird. Cause you're like, well, if I'm stranded on a desert Island, I don't, I don't particularly want to live for a super long time by myself just, on a desert Island. Just send and it and bring a bunch watch. of drugs. <laughs> bunch yeah. Of I think that's, <laughs> just send it. I think, I think that's the answer is like, you bring something that will allow you to, to go out in a spectacular fashion. We'll try to put yeah. it as nicely as possible. I love it. I love it. Okay, two more and you'll be done. Okay. Um, where I lost it. Hold on, let's see. Okay, another hard one, but super interesting because you're such an interesting guy. Imagine you have a time machine. You can visit okay. any era in history for a day. Where are you going? And what are you doing on your day of time travel? Only back or can you go forward? Interesting. I'll give it to you forward. I, how, do you, how do you project where you want to go forward? Um... I don't know, actually. I think I just needed to know if I if it was possible. But it, like I, we'll, I tend to lean. We'll amend the rules for you. Yeah, I tend to lean more towards forward to like think about like what we've done and where we've come as a civilization mm -hmm. in such a short, tiny little period of like even let's say like two thousand years compared to like how old this is. Like, what's it look like in another two thousand years? What's it look like in five thousand years? Like, where can we go? What can we do? Like, I kind of have this belief right now that the only way that we're going to survive is if like human ingenuity does something absolutely wild, like AI or something comes yeah. along and solves yeah. problems in a way that is the only way that we can actually reverse the damage we've done to the earth. Yep. Otherwise, yep. like all the smart people are kind of saying like, hey, it's it's over. <laughs> yep. So I'm like, I, I like kind of hold hold belief that like something crazy awesome is going to happen and we're going to like figure it out. And so I'd be curious it. to know like what that looks like. I love the optimism. I love the optimism. <laughs> okay. Last one. And you've made it through. <laughs> What's your favorite CrossFit wad? Uh, great question. Probably Fran. Fran. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. really, huh? It's a quick and dirty, get it done, smash in. Yeah. I love 
quick and dirty uh crossfit workouts yeah, yeah. Like, you know you just like you send it it's redline yeah like you know you start a workout and you want to redline you're like i want to go yeah. and you're like no yeah. no i need to pace and pacing yeah. is boring i yeah. love sprinting and so give me something where i can just like 100 percent until i'm dead and i'm i'm there for it I'm, I'm the same i only have like slow or 11 um yeah it's a good I've walk learned, i've learned how to operate at like six and seven but it's just not as fun I, I find it not as fun as well. No. I don't, I, yeah, when I was a runner, that was one of the biggest challenges when, was when we had to go on rest days and it matters. Like it's actually yeah. really important, but right. uh, I'm just not built like that. Dude, yeah. this is so amazing. If anyone out there is uh, listening and wants to join our team and run or <laughs> fund our team and run. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Um, Caleb, you're, so, you're just such a magnificent human dude. Thank you for coming on. Oh, thanks, homie. Uh, Tell us how we can get more involved with Haven. Where can they buy the bags? Uh, this time's yours, my friend. Yeah, you can buy the bags at havenathletic.com. You can find me on Twitter at Caleb Ulf, U-L-F, also on Instagram. Uh, I love chatting about business stuff and generally try to build like decently open um, on Twitter. Um, Instagram is a little bit more like we were talking about earlier, like the personal brand, like the stuff yep. I've learned, like things I've set up in my life that I feel like have really helped me and I'm trying to like learn and share there. And little bit of fitness and a little bit of other random stuff too. So I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, man. You are an absolute, like I said, gem of a human. Go follow Caleb. <laughs> Great Twitter feed, even better uh, Instagram. If you are into that kind of self-improvement bent, um, go check it out. And then also a big thank you to um, Vermont Commerce. This who is bringing us the show. That's who I work for. If you want to make more money, if you want to optimize your customer journeys, go check us out. We just launched an experimentation feature, um, which is super, super cool. So yeah, go to firmatcommerce.com. And then we also have a great newsletter that goes out every Friday called The Geometry of Growth. You can sign up right at firmatcommerce.com as well. Um, man, it felt good to get back in the saddle, especially with such a good human. Um, so Let's thanks go. guys for <laughs> tuning in. We'll be dropping these weekly um, equation of excellence. Go tell your friends, give us feedback, give us guests, all the things this shows for you. Caleb, again, dude, thank you so much for dude, uh, coming thank on. You. This First was stellar. Guest. Appreciate You're you. You're the best. You're the best. Um, all right, folks, that's all we got. We will see you next week. Bye-bye.